Okay, so I think yeah, we're doing this episode on hedonism, happiness, and New Year's resolutions. Yeah, because our generation loves all those three things. Basically, that's what we search for. Well, we search for happiness, and we do it through hedonism. And we New act. Year's we act hedonistic. Yeah, we act hedonistic. <laughs> And we use New Year's resolutions to attempt to change our behavior, which we never do. It's like the on this day memories on Facebook are just like, I'm leaving that bad negative energy behind. Only real ones. I'll tell you what. So the ultimate, the ultimate reflection of a millennial social media post would be someone who's gone back and it's like two years ago. I'm leaving that toxic energy behind <laughs> only good vibes this year as their New Year's post and then they share their memory <laughs> <laughs> this year as their New Year post. Hashtag the ultimate. Hashtag 10 year challenge. <laughs> oh, your life looks the same. <laughs> yeah, hashtag New Year, same me. <laughs> That's 100% it. Alright, mate, that could almost be the beginning of the episode itself, that anecdote. So, it is 2019, it is New Year, same me. Um, how have you brought in the New Year? Give me a recap of your of your New Year's Eve, of, of how you're going to refresh yourself, refresh your soul in 2019, and um, yeah, what's changed for New Jared? New Jared is... Um, New Jared saw a lot of the old resolutions from other people in previous years. Yeah. Um, and I almost saw them repeated at, in, at the end of 2018. Um, leaving bad energy, um, toxic, ta- removing toxic friendships, um, and focusing on me and staying blessed. How about when people do the, um, the Facebook flex, as I like to call it? The Facebook flex where they where they say just gone through my friends list and culled a bunch of <laughs> fake people. <laughs> if you if you're still here, it means you made it. Ha ha ha, mate. One of my faves, bro. It's just it's a good one. It's just like a little bubble of um. Oh, I don't even know what you call it, but I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I've seen that status a lot because I always make the cut. So well, that's mate. That's something to be proud of. That is. <laughs> who's flexing who's really flexing out here they don't make my cut after posting that though <laughs> they get cut straight away <laughs> that's a real Facebook cut cut everybody who posts that status and then don't tell anybody about it <laughs> Jesus that's a good way that's a, yeah it's a good filter but yeah there's been a so there's, I mean the new New Year's resolutions you see those ones a lot about like removing tex- toxicity from your life and things like that you see people saying, you know, they're going to crush it this year. They're going to, like, you know, mm. really chase some of their goals and dreams. Um, mm. But at a certain point, like, if you haven't done it already, you're probably not going to do it, are you? Well, yeah, if you're saying the same things uh, that you did the year before and you, you couldn't get there. Uh, I mean, what, yeah, I won't what ever changes after put someone down for having goals, but, period. you know, sharing them on a social media platform... In, in the sort of same or similar way that you've seen them years before. You could almost... You know those Facebook memories that you have? Yeah. Every day they pop yeah. up. I think they pop up so that it gives you um, 
it makes you want to spend more time on the app, right? Because you see a notification, you're like, I've got to click Every that. Everything in every social media platform is to get you to spend more time, more time in the app. Yeah. So, yeah. almost any... <laughs> so, <laughs> I could have said anything and then followed with that sentence. Correct. But one of, the, one of the key ones for Facebook, they do it about 365.25 days a year over a four-year oh, yeah. rolling period. Average. Shout out to the leap year. February 29th. Good maths. Um, Quick maths. They'll they'll give you a, you know, you have memories with this person, this person, your close friends, and 25 other people. Wait, yeah, big numbers, 25. <laughs> yeah, it was a, there was a big party. Another, another, another Facebook flex right there. This guy's got 25 <laughs> friends. Jesus, mate. It's a problem with millennials, always trying to show off, always trying to one-up yeah, each other, all right? That's it, yeah. Um, oh, I think mine was 27, Almost here with our single, single-digit friends. <laughs> but you see matter. if you go in it shows you your own statuses right if you go into your January 1st or, or whenever people post New Year's resolution even a bit before ahead of time yeah a lot of people I swear would almost be able to just share their own memory of the <laughs> goals that they want <laughs> they wanted to take forward because unfortunately the New Year's resolution has not been achieved and so it just rolls just rolls on to the next year yeah, I had I had 365 days to do this. I didn't, and now I'm restarting completely. Well, again. I mean, got another 365 days. It's a good it's a good result. But when you look at things like removing, so if you say, okay, one of my goals is to move overseas this year, you know, sometimes that just yeah. might not happen for whatever reason. There's nothing wrong with having yeah. that for a goal the next year. When you've got ones like removing toxic people, removing bad vibes, and bad energy, it's just like. Well, what what did you? How did you plan to do that? Like, what was the steps that you? <laughs> yeah, and more importantly, if you recognise there are bad vibes and toxic people, it really shouldn't take you three hundred sixty five days to get rid of that. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if there's an actual definitive way to remove bad vibes. Bad vibes remover. I tell you what, though, that would be that would be a good little startup. Get that on your Instagram feed, instead of selling like um, fit tea and <laughs> whatever, whatever else they they spruik on 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 Instagram. Get some bad ride removers on there. It'll go pe- off. If people, um, yeah, I mean, people buy into sort of horoscopes and everything like that, so there's no reason why this can't take off. Bad ride, bad vibe remover. Would it be like a gel or a spray? Or <laughs> it has to be organic. Is... Yeah, well, absolutely, mate. If it's not organic, then it's obviously increasing the bad vibes. <laughs> but um, new and improved. Yeah, I'm not sure. Our old one actually was found to increase bad vibes, <laughs> which is why your resolutions were possibly failing. <laughs> but I mean, if you were selling a bad vibe remover, you would actually want it to increase bad vibes so that people kept buying it every year. Ooh. That's that's <laughs> like moisturizer, right? It, yeah, if it actually removed bad vibes, then, you know, people would buy it once and then they'd be done. The moisturizer you go out effect. of business after one year. Everybody buys it once and then all the bad vibes are gone. Mm. You gotta leave some bad vibes in there for your own for your own sustainability. Yeah. What are some other examples of products like that? Because there's a moisturizer, obviously, once your body becomes used to it, you sort of need it. Um, soaps and shampoos and all that. I didn't know moisturizer was one of those things, but that's a 
good shout. Yeah, I think it definitely helps some people. But you, you, you know, do we do we really need As all this you, stuff? Do you get do you get acclimatized or moisturized? I didn't know that. I think your skin gets especially dry when you stop after using it. Uh, okay, I get yeah. Maybe it still does help on balance of play. What's another example of that? I mean, there's a lot of them, surely. Yeah. Basically, any product that's on a recurring basis that's meant to help you will never do it on a one-off. Like, it's like, here's a no. cure for moisturizer, like, for clear skin forever. You just put it on once, and it's really cheap. I mean, you see it with even um, products. Oh, here's so a good like, example. Yeah, go Dating on. Dating apps. Yep. Dating apps, like... We're going to help you find the love of your life. But if you do that too quickly, we make no revenue. Yo, that's woke, bro. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Tinder Premium. That's woke AF. You pay by the month on that. And it's like we give you access to the whole world of like potential suitors. And you're still paying on month. So are you trying to say that dating apps are... What's the word for it? invested to ensure that you don't have success in dating i think it's vested interest vested so interest that's in, the word mate invested vested interest just flip that around and you, you got it nice one english nice one yeah quick english and quick maths um yeah that's super interesting i've got a quick quick chat for like general products all right so any electronic products used to be and I mean, like, say, 1960s. You buy a washing machine, it lasts 40 years. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, all products made, like, I think since the 90s or 2000s or 80s, I don't know when, but basically every company now has a vested interest Ooh. in obsolescence, in the product going out of cycle or failing after a certain period of time. So you have, like, a three-year warranty, it is in the interest of that company for that product to fail between like three and five years so you buy a new one. Mm. Apple iPhone recently uh, was caught, I think. I think they were caught. Yeah, they were caught with the battery thing, right? Mm. So basically after two years when the software updates come out, um, your phone starts losing battery a lot quicker and, and slowing down a lot more because... They said it was done to try and preserve the life of the phone, blah, 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 but it's... It was very suspicious they got in trouble for it but even in terms of a phone in general like every samsung apple all these companies their model is based on people renewing their phone every one to two to three years yeah so they have no interest in putting in features either hardware or software which lasts much longer than that because then they don't get any additional revenue you've got sort of um console games as well like FIFA is a good example of yeah. that, where it's like yeah, people will buy all of those every year. Ones are real good, yeah, because you want to get the updates, mate. Yeah, it's like the same thing essentially with these really small changes and inability to kind of update to most recent squads, where they're like, "Well, now you've got to buy the new version." God, and we we absolutely fall for it every time, don't we? You see things like downloadable content. Everybody's trying to get the latest thing. I mean, people line up for phones. Yeah. <laughs> People line up overnight for phones. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Remember when that guy in Sydney like lined up overnight for an iPhone? He was the first guy and they went to interview him and he dropped it out yeah. of the box. Oh, I did not <laughs> remember that. You got a little couple of videos. It's pretty funny. That's good banter. 
But the entire idea that we've created a culture where people are genuinely willing to spend 12 to 24 hours of their time waiting for a product which offers marginal benefit to an existing product. Mm. It's a little scary. And that's that's a hallmark of our culture. We can't palm that off onto... We have to have the best, right? We have to have the latest and the best and we want it first. Correct. And that bleeds across from something similar to an iPhone to a lot of aspects of of our culture, right? Jobs. Well, even restaurants that you choose, right? Restaurants, so, people, friends, bars, everything has to be latest and best. Yeah. And Instagrammable. All right, so let's bring it back. So, yeah, what is a <laughs> what is a, what is a summary of that? It's 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 um it's we want the best and we want it now. We want to maximize right. our our total at any given moment, we want to be the happiest possible we can be. So for breakfast, we want to go out. If we're on holiday, for example. So for breakfast, we want like, sh- do we want like sugar puffs or do we want frosties? <laughs> it's a big decision. You want... Like, Hashtag Bandersnatch. Yeah. Good decisions. decisions Bury the body or chop it. <laughs> chop it. Oh, I got grim really quickly. Um, but yeah, you know, you want the best at any point of the day, you know, breakfast we fill our day people say oh what are you doing this weekend oh not too much but then you get to the weekend and you're trying to fill it with all these activities and absolutely maximize your happiness i think that's a big millennial thing yeah it is and it, and it's in it's chasing it's like a dog chasing its tail you're chasing an unattainable thing it's like <laughs> you're never going to get to this point where you're like ah oh, i've done it i've achieved happiness yeah or you know what i mean like i've i've completed the weekend now i can relax it's like it's a constant battle to try and always have the best thing the quickest now um, in any category at any given point in time and so that's probably why you have like all of these kind of issues with millennials changing jobs all the time or moving countries or having this really like uh, the whole hookup culture and everything like that yeah you're, you're kind of constantly switching nothing's ever good enough correct no, you're constantly switching nothing's ever good enough and even when it is good enough you're like but what if there's something better <laughs> <laughs> yeah we are we are just searching to be happy and it actually comes back new year's resolutions it's like 2019 i want to be happy yeah it's like i want 2019 to be better than 2018 even if 2018 was good but probably <laughs> You think 2018 was terrible because you have such high expectations about how everything should be. There's that, That's a good point. Every single thing can only disappoint you these days because Correct. you see on social media, you see everywhere like, okay, I'm going to go on a holiday to this city and I've seen all these awesome pictures. And then you go there and you're like, it can only be as good as you hoped really, right? To some extent. Because yeah. yeah. we're searching for happiness and everything. It's a really... I guess we're a hedonistic generation, aren't we, the millennials? I mean, it's a privilege that we're able to be, right? We, we have the opportunity where we're... I feel like two generations before us, or maybe a generation before us, our parents or our grandparents, they didn't have the opportunity to chase, you know, to be hedonistic to this level where they were chasing the best thing of all time because they were chasing stability, right? Yeah. They were chasing, like, food on the table stable job they went through some tough years shelter for their family absolutely tough times so they valued that they valued stability and long-term kind of um yeah safety the safety net 
Whereas we like, yeah, we've got that safety net. <laughs> I, I don't think uh, like our grandparents were like, oh my God, I went to the worst breakfast place on my holiday. It wasn't Instagrammable. Like the yeah, pictures exactly. were terrible. No, not at all. <laughs> Whereas we like bemoan like a bad choice of restaurant or something. So if trying to chase the best thing is a fruitless endeavor because there's either always something better or even worse we always think there's going to be something better. So you know what I mean? We can never be satisfied because even if we reach the pinnacle of a certain category, we're always going to be looking elsewhere. Yeah. How do, how do we, how do we fix that as a, as a generation? Like what we should, what, what should we be chasing if it's not, I mean, it's not, it's not a bad idea. I want the best thing now. That's, that's not a, <laughs> yeah. not a terrible thing. I don't know if we should be trying to fix to be chased. Is it exactly. toxic? Is it toxic exactly. to constantly be? Is it an, is it an issue? Um, I mean, it is, right? In, in an extent where you're never going to have satisfaction in your life and you're going to have this generation of people running around like headless chickens, um, changing jobs and cities and friendships mm. and relationships and iPhones and, <laughs> and you know, ev- everything you can imagine. Um, I don't know if it's not that we don't know what we want is that we always think there's something better, but what's the, what's the alternative? Do we just stick with what we have and and try and learn to appreciate it more. I don't think we can. The world moves way too quickly, right? Is there an in-between between where we're at and where we're trying to go to where we need to settle down a little bit? Yeah, the thing is your expectations are always... And that that's... When you talk about hedonism, right? It's about maximizing your you know, happiness at every possible yeah. moment um, yeah. and getting the total maximum happiness as a result of that right mate graph that (laughs) but that's but that's not when when (laughs) you think of total sometimes it's more than the sum of the parts right because i think in my view hedonism is like trying to maximize each part and whereas when you think of total happiness it's not actually going like oh i'm really happy because like last week i went to this awesome breakfast place you get Mm. content based on like those longer term things so when you say in 2019, <clears throat> I'm going to remove, you know, toxicity and focus on happiness. You kind of like... That's a good, that's a good motto. You, you should, kind of got to think that. about... <laughs> yeah, it was my Facebook status. Wait, if your options are... If there's the option to remove toxicity and get happy, why don't you just do that? <laughs> no, but that's Seems because... Logical. So people are trying to do that on an annual basis. Yeah. If you try and do it on an annual basis, then you've got 365 days sometimes you get a bonus one in there yeah to to make yourself happy but you actually might need five years to get to a point where you're stable and happy but we try and go right it's week one i'm gonna drink all this juice and go to the gym like three times (laughs) and i'm gonna adult (laughs) i'm gonna meal prep yeah dry january you know yeah all those little things and you go by like March, you're just like, <laughs> I should be happy by now. What's going on? Yeah, I spent a month not being happy, drinking a ton of juice. <laughs> I don't even like juice. <laughs> I'm still not happy. Yeah, no, it's 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 true. It's not tricky. And I think the other the other thing is is like you're saying, the hedonistic attitude of you're trying to be maximum happy all the time introduces this expectation that there's a possibility or if it's even healthy or attainable to be happy all the time mm. like i feel like being happy is like you said it's like when you're in a stable state where you're like you're content 
and you don't need to be doing a million things to re attain that happiness. You can have, you know, a bit of downtime and still be happy. Or you can not be happy for a few days, and it doesn't mean that your life's over. It doesn't mean that your your I thought I left ruined. I thought I left that in 2018. <laughs> exactly. Like, like you can physically leave things said, in a time barrier. Exactly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's still here. I specifically left that. I don't think our generation toxicity. knows exactly how time works. Like it's not kind of a physical. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that bad energy, bad vibes in 2018. In 2018, was like a magnet on this thing. Why is it still attached to me? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I think there needs to be a bit of an educational piece on <laughs> how time works and how intangible objects such as toxicity work. <laughs> it's not a box. And 2018 is not a room. If you, okay. post, if you post about what you're leaving behind, it doesn't, like, in this interdimensional... Oh, God. Yeah, you can't, you can't speak it into existence, unfortunately. I think there's a bit of a social pressure as well to have a resolution. And, and when we have things, we post about them, right? Like when it's an iconic thing. Because you catch up with someone early in the year, and it's like, oh, no, what was your resolution? Or what, what are you going to focus on for the year? And then you post about it, right? You you share it with everyone. I mean, yeah, and, post and about it. You talk about it, or I mean, it, I mean, it's not even. It's not even. That's not a generational thing. I mean, like New Year's resolutions have been around for, you know, probably two thousand and nineteen years now. And uh, actually, do you reckon <laughs> maybe two thousand resolutions in BC? Do you reckon like? <laughs> I mean, there's still years, so yeah, maybe they did. I mean, they probably did, but <laughs> <laughs> that aside. <laughs> What was your what was your New Year's resolution then for the year? Mate, or are you trying to be all meta and No, uh, I, are, you, I, are you leaving are you leaving New Year's resolutions in 2018? I, <laughs> I actually did. I didn't I didn't have any this year. And my January yeah. hasn't started off in a very um, productive or controlled manner. So I'm thinking of not, not exactly why, mate. Hey? If you don't guilt yourself into doing something <laughs> Based yeah. on a New Year's resolution, you're not going to get anything. Done. I left. I, I clearly left my positive mindset in 2018. <laughs> Tell <laughs> just, you what, that that room in 2018 is filled with boxes <laughs> from Jared. <laughs> just absolutely rammed with no, all the things you've left behind. No, it's just um, no no specific resolution because I got a bit you know disillusioned with seeing all the all the different posts um, that were basically recycled from previous years. So I thought, I don't know. I want to try the five-year approach. You know what I mean? Big one, five years. The five-year approach. So what's your five-year resolution? Five-year approach is uh, just, you know, keep keep building yourself up year on year rather than uh, focusing on having a good year, just trying to, you know, keep it moving forward a bit. But I don't know. I feel like you have those, you have a bad week when you promised yourself to have a, a bad year. That's like 2% failure already so i don't want to put those kind but of if metrics you promise yourself a good five years you can have a bad week every now and again and it's yeah it's all good 0.4 percent <laughs> i like it very scientific approach <laughs> you hear you can sit at home hungover all week for the low price of 0.4 percent of your five-year plan <laughs> oh that's good okay so what you're saying is if I put together a 10-year plan... I feel like when they talk about fat-free, they don't ever say, like, 
Well, they some of them say 98%, but if they said 99.6% guilt-free on your five-year plan, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that is good, as opposed to 98% guilt-free on your, your, your one-year mm. plan. Mm. Doesn't sound as good. So, mate, what's, what was yours? Did you have a... I'm guessing you didn't have the five-year plan. Oh, the old for New Year's sort of... Rezo. No, I, I, I got super meta and introspective on New Year's resolutions a couple of years ago, um, realizing that exact point about how it's an arbitrary point of just trying to, like... You're basically guilting yourself into doing things that you're probably not going to do. <laughs> if you, you have to guilt I mean? yourself into And you just... Exactly. If, if if you're setting yourself a New Year's resolution, the problem with it is you're often waiting for the new year to, you know, oh, that's right, well, I'll, do it, I'll do it in January, you know what I mean? Like, you're waiting for the new year to do it, and then in the new year, you're like, all right, new year, new me, I'm going to do it. And if that's your mindset, then you're probably not going to commit to it, right? You're, you're probably going to do the, the January gym, you know what I mean, where you commit to something for the first month of the year and then you kind of fade off because you were never really committed. So if you're ever going to actually do something, if you ever want to do something, you just need to do it. Yeah, and it. if you're waiting for the excuse of a new year to do it, you're not really internally committed enough to it that it's actually going to happen. So so when did you... Because last year I remember you you uh, quit weekday drinking. When I say last year, yeah. at some point last year, was it a Correct. was it a New Year's resolution or no? It wasn't. So when did I do that? I did it for six months, and it was from like it's from like winter. No, it was from like yeah, it's like February or so to like August or so, something like that. Oh, okay. But I remember it until was, you got the Insta was, pick. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> get fit, <laughs> chuck it on Insta, and then you know start drinking again. Um, and then you're looking like that picture of Vin Diesel on the balcony a few weeks later. Have you seen that one? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've seen that. That's good banter. But but what that was about was was that was about just building habits. So like I recognize that I need to force myself to do something and then eventually it becomes a habit and then now I don't need to think about it. So now I don't really drink on weekdays anymore just because I'm used to it. I still will if there's like an event on and stuff like that, but I won't do it just for the sake of it, mm. um, yeah. which, I, which is what I used to do. You know what I mean? So like I've kind of shifted that. Behavior. Same with the, going to the gym in the morning. I forced myself to do it. I got a personal trainer, so I was paying a ton of money. So I went every morning before work, and then it got to a point where I'm like, I just wake up in the morning and go to the gym now, and that's just part of my routine. Yeah. And so now I don't need a PT. It's just like what I do. So, mm-hmm. and I think that kind of mindset is the only way that makes it work. But if I had a New Year's resolution for this year, it wouldn't be specifically like by the end of this year I want to achieve this or on January 1st, I started thinking that I want to do this. You know what I mean? It's kind of like where I'm at in life and what I want to do. It's like, I don't know. I like my job. I want to figure out, do I want to stay in Sydney? Do I want to move overseas again? That's kind of my vibe, I guess. So you basically have a lot of questions to answer during the course of this year. Really? Correct. Yeah. So it's cl- not like a, it's not like a, I want, I mean, like if, Every year's every year's New Year's resolution would otherwise be I want to be a billionaire by the end of the year. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's not like <laughs> what do I want the the outcome of the end of the year to be? It's like always classic hedonistic millennial. I want all the best things to happen to me this year as soon as possible. <laughs> On January first, I want to have the best breakfast possible, followed by the <laughs> best possible lunch. 
<laughs> Correct. And I want that to continue in every category of my life, every day, continuously until the end of the year. But um, unfortunately, that's not how it rolls. But you can't... The, the thing about hedonism is once you have the best, your expectations are set. And it's, I think it's called the... There's a... Uh, it's called the hedonic treadmill. Is that right? Have you heard of that? Mate, don't know, but it sounds sick. So, <laughs> mate. Get me on that treadmill, bruh. Is it, wait, is hedonic walk... the brand name? Is it like... <laughs> it actually sounds like it could be a, a brand name. Actually, you know what? That yeah, would be does. a great thing. I'll tell you what it is in a sec, and then I'll tell you a product we can launch. But basically, hedonic treadmill is its a theory of when something really good happens or b- really bad happens... You know, you have an initial period of like, oh, that's really, that really sucked or that was really awesome. And yeah. then you kind of adjust to it. Like your mindset is re-baselined. So yeah. when you have really cool breakfast every morning, like the best breakfast yeah. possible, on like the 20th day, you just won't think anything of it. Yeah. Um, okay. And that's kind of like what happens with millennials, right? We have all this stuff at our fingertips. You log into Netflix, you can watch any movie yeah. you want. Anything, and when you first, anytime. When you first did it, you were like, it's mate, the greatest thing this is amazing. Like, I'm just going to watch all this. You just click something, you watch it. And now... And now I'm like annoyed if there's not something immediately that jumps out to me. <laughs> well, we, we sit there, right? Yeah. And we go, uh, sit there for like 10 minutes trying to figure out what to watch. Mm. I don't even appreciate it. So that's the hedonic treadmill. So and I think a really is good a, um, is a thing problem to market. with our generation is that we've just been too blessed with too many opportunities and too much choice for our own good. Yeah, hashtag blessed too much, yeah. But a hedonic, the hedonic treadmill for millennials. Yeah. It's like something physical you walk on and you leave toxicity behind. <laughs> <laughs> you leave it off the treadmill. Do they sell it at like David Jones or Maya or like where can I purchase one? <laughs> where would it be? David Jones, Maya seems like, I mean, for our Australian-centric no, audience because, yeah, you know, we're, we're global. Yeah, that's true. But, where um, would where would where would one purchase a hedonic treadmill? I mean, like, let's be honest. If I was going to get a hedonic treadmill, I yeah. would purchase it one click, Amazon Pay. Amazon and it would be delivered within, th- and it would be delivered within three hours. Yeah. <laughs> and anything less, <laughs> it's not living up to the name, is it? It's no, like, it's not. I want it now, and I want it easily. <laughs> I don't want to move from my bed. Otherwise, it's yeah, it's a scam in itself. And I don't want to actually have to walk on it. Like, it should just work. No, absolutely. I'm not doing, I'm not doing cardio. That's not... What hedonism... What kind of hedonism involves exercise, bro? <laughs> <laughs>